0: Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 856. We're looking at Matthew chapter 27, verses 39 to 44. Let's read the passage. Those who passed by were yelling insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests with the scribes and elders mocked him and said, He saved others, but he cannot save himself. He is the King of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe in him. He trusts in God? Let God rescue him now, if he takes pleasure in him. For he said, I am the Son of God. In the same way, even the criminals who were crucified with him taunted him. This is the gospel according to Matthew. Matthew's writing this gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus, to convince people that Jesus is the Messiah. We're toward the end of Matthew's gospel. We're in the last day of Jesus's life. In fact, we're now at the point of the last moments of his life, almost. This is the point of the crucifixion. He had been arrested the previous night, taken of the high priest, who summoned the whole Sanhedrin. They heard charges against him. They challenged him about his status. He acknowledged that he was the son of God. They said it was blasphemy. He deserved to die. So then they concocted a story to tell Pilate, the Roman governor, that he was a threat to Roman rule. And so they backed Pilate into a corner to order his execution. Now he's been flogged and mocked by the Roman soldiers and now he's been hung on the cross. We pick it up now in chapter 27 verse 39. Those who passed by were yelling insults at him, shaking their heads. Well, this is continued mocking. He's already been mocked by members of the Sanhedrin after they decided he deserved death. Then he was mocked pretty brutally by the Roman soldiers Now he's being mocked by the general public as they pass by. Now, interesting about this mocking is the correlation to Psalm 22. As you read Psalm 22, it reads like it's a narration of a man on the cross. Psalm 22, verse 6 But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by mankind and despised by people. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads. So we see that here. Those who are passing by are yelling insults, shaking their heads. Verse 40, and saying, you who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. Well, we heard this when people were bringing false charges against him before the Sanhedrin was this charge that he said he would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Well, he never actually said that. Actually, where you find that's back in John chapter 2, where Jesus is at the temple and he chased out the money changers and people selling sheep and oxen for sacrifices. In John 2, starting in verse 16. And get these things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a marketplace. And his disciples remembered that it is written, Zeal for your house will consume me. So the Jews replied to him, What sign of authority will you show us for doing these things? Jesus answered, Destroy the sanctuary, and I will raise it up in three days. Therefore the Jews said, The sanctuary took 46 years to build, and you will raise it up in three days. But he was speaking about the sanctuary of his body. So that's probably where the charge that he said he would destroy the temple and raise it up in three days. What he said was, destroy this sanctuary, referring to himself, and he'll raise it up in three days. But he knew they were misunderstanding, but he never said he would destroy the temple. And interesting that it was an answer to the challenge, what sign of authority will you show us? He's essentially saying the resurrection. That will be the sign of my authority. Verse 40, they say, if you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. Notice that's the same language that Satan used in the temptation of Jesus back in Matthew chapter 4. If you were the Son of God, basically, then prove it. They're saying the same thing. If you're the Son of God, prove it. Verse 41, in the same way, the chief priests with the scribes and elders mocked him and said he saved others, but he cannot save himself. So it says, in the same way, meaning they're mocking him like the general public is mocking him. It's the second time that Matthew uses chief priests with the scribes and elders, where he uses all three of the titles of the various groups of the Sanhedrin. So it's representatives from all the three groups of the Sanhedrin mocking him. Verse 42, he saved others, but he cannot save himself, He is the King of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross and we will believe in him. Pilate challenged him about being the King of the Jews and had that written on the sign placed on the cross, Jesus the King of the Jews. Well, they don't say that. They say the King of Israel. That's the language they would use. This phrase, let him come down now from the cross and we will believe him sounds a lot like something from the Wisdom of Solomon. That's not in the Bible, but the Wisdom of Solomon is an apocryphal book, meaning it's a religious book that a lot of people look to, but is not part of the Bible. But they would have all recognized it then, and people reading Matthew's Gospel would probably recognize it, but from Wisdom 2, 17 and 18. Let us see if his words are true and let us test how he comes to the end of his life. For if the righteous man is God's son, he will help him and rescue him from the hand of his enemies. So, it's the same language here. If he really is the son of God, then God will rescue him. We'll wait and see. Those the conditions for belief. I demand that God do this in order for me to place my faith in him. Putting aside all that God already has done, Put inside all that Jesus Christ has already done, I demand he now do this in order for me to believe in him. They continue, verse 43. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he takes pleasure in him. This is language from Psalm 22 again. We Look in Psalm 22, verses 7 and 8. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads. He relies on the Lord. Let him save him. Let the Lord rescue him, since he takes pleasure in him. So we see the same language from Psalm 22 uh, being applied here at the cross. Then verse 44, in the same way even the criminals who were crucified with him taunted him. So again, in the same way, verse 41, in the same way the Sanhedrin mocks him, in the same way the criminals mock him. So we've got the Roman soldiers who've been mocking him, the religious leaders are, have been mocking him, the general public's been mocking him, and now even the criminals being crucified alongside him are mocking him. There's big irony here, because all these things they're saying are true. He is replacing the temple. Back in uh, Matthew 12, verse 6, he said, I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. Then in Matthew 16, 18, he said, on this rock, I will build my church. And so there is this replacement idea going on. They challenge him about being the son of God. Well, he is the son of God. He is the king of Israel. They said he saved others, but he cannot save himself. Well, he has saved others, and he will continue to save others. But this idea, cannot save himself, The truth there is, chooses not to save himself. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he says, if I wanted to be saved, God would send down legions of angels to protect me. But that's not the plan. For him to save himself would then not achieve the Father's plan of the atonement for sin. And this goes along with a the theme that Jesus has been saying, that in order to save your life, you must lose your life. So the, the irony here is all these things that are taunting him, mocking him about, are actually true. And back to the time in the temple in John 2, what will be the sign of authority you're going to give? Well, it's going to be the resurrection in a couple of days. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.